ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, lax rats alike. Welcome back to another episode of the Crease Dive. Today is Thursday, June 29th. Been on a little bit of a of a summer break here as the PLL season uh, went to a halt as we've got the World Lacrosse Championships going on this week in San Diego. As we're recording this right now, it looks like Australia is about to wrap up a 10-5 win over England in the quarterfinals. I'm Jordy from Barstool. With me, as always, we've got Dukes on the mic this week. And Dukes, we're bringing the people a little bit of a, uh, a different episode this week, a, a special episode, if you will. It's summer intern season. You know, we're, we're looking for the guys that don't want to be paid. You want to be paid? This is the wrong podcast for you. Um, but no, seriously, uh, it's summer intern season. I'm back at HQ on two feet now. No more crutches, no more scooter. So I, I've, I've been getting a taste of the interns around the office. And I was saying to myself, hey, what is this podcast missing? We're missing some interns. We're missing an intern. Um, we're looking for someone that's gritty, someone that can take us from a top 100 lacrosse podcast to a top 50 lacrosse podcast um figured with the dead time this would be a fun episode to do so look we'll, we'll we'll have five to six candidates this this week um probably a couple next week just to make it even the playing field i mean jordy we had over 200 applicants this isn't just going to be uh five people and we know right away so two episodes two intern searches um if you love it great if you hate it well we don't care we're, we're trying something else this is this is what what, what we're built for um, but yeah, with the, with the, uh, the PLL break, it should be uh, a fun little different episode that we haven't done. And listen, like before we even get started here, I don't want people to get the wrong idea. We're not out here looking to get a summer intern just for free help. This isn't Dukes and I being lazy. It's not that we don't want to do clips on social. It's not that we don't want to put up the graphics. No, what we're doing right here is we're we're helping people like this this is dudes helping guys guys helping dudes like you're if you're a kid in college right now throw throw a little uh internship on your resume when you're going out looking for jobs oh yeah i, I helped out with the top 100 podcast lacrosse podcast in the world boom you're hot like you want to go work for goldman sachs after college they Dang. see that you worked on a top 100 lacrosse podcast in the world boom you're hired if you're a 40 year old dude who might be uh, a, a candidate to land an internship who knows maybe maybe we'll get a couple of those in here guess what it's just a little something else that you a little something to spice up your life once you hit you know, as I found out Dukes and, and you're still, you know, you're a few years behind me. So this is something for you to, uh, you know, just keep in the back of your mind. But you know, the moment you hit 30 life starts to kind of dwindle down a little bit, right? You, you got some friends who move away. People got kids, people got this and that, and, and you don't have as much spice in your life anymore. All of a sudden you're working with the top 100 lacrosse podcasts in the world. Boom. You've got a solid hour of your week to look forward to every week. So, uh, I mean, even if it's just for a couple months, that's us giving someone else an hour of their week to look forward to. So are we heroes? Yes. Yes. I, and, and, and those are your Not words. Those are my, no, well, partially because yes. of this, but, but I mean, and, and also we're stimulating the economy. I feel like it something about this has to help out the economy. So American heroes, not just looking for free help because we want to be lazy during the summer. Like yeah, just got to set that clear. And also it, it's like, and if I was, if I was looking for some extra help over the summer, I would say this, if you presented me this opportunity when I was with nosebleed sports, banging out blogs, banging out podcasts for two people, and I, and I meet Jordy at Red Bull and Jordy's like, Hey, I need free help this summer. I would have jumped right on it. This is giving you experience. And again, I, 
I think that a lot of people want to get Do you want to know what's hilarious? And I don't know how many people listening actually know this, but but we are also technically free help. Yeah, that, that's that's when we say <laughs> when we say like we cannot pay, it's because we cannot pay you. Like it's we literally anyway. don't get paid for this podcast. I have single. not yeah, I've not talked to the Rables or RJ about this. What we can maybe do is if you're 21 up, I can maybe get you a free ticket to the beer garden. Um, I can maybe get you uh, merchandise. That's about it. Um, and one day, maybe this will turn into fruition. Maybe you're the intern that takes this from a top 100 lacrosse podcast to a top 50 lacrosse podcast, and you are the reason that we start getting funded and that we can pay for the interns. And then, bang, you get a job. It would actually be funny if like, we gave the intern like $20 a week and they'd be the highest paid person on the crease dive. They, yes, they'd be yes, the highest paid person yes. on our payroll. Ten, yeah, yeah. We we could we could fool around. Maybe we'll see we'll see how good the candidate is first. Uh, Either five dollars out of my pocket, five dollars out of yours, or if they're really good, ten out of mine, ten out of yours. They would be yeah. the highest paid person, maybe in lacrosse business. Um, but here's what we're looking for. Uh, we're going to get this started in about five minutes. First applicant, it's two fifty five Eastern Standard Time. Um, we're going to start off at three o'clock. But here's what we're looking for. We're looking for someone either that can shoot the shit on camera with us, you know, a third mic, maybe give them a minute or two just to kind of shoot the shit with us, uh, bring us some weekly info, something of that notice that could be content. Two, we're looking for someone that can maybe help us with graphics and social, uh, making our YouTube a little bit spicier uh, with thumbnails, any of that uh, sorts. And I guess like besides that, I mean, we've seen some of the resumes, maybe a lawyer or two. Um, who knows? Like, things, things could get spicy. But here's what you can do. I would well, love it, to have a lawyer on on staff. We have my daddy. Huge. That would be huge. Well, yeah. We also have my daddy, but so here, here's what we can do. If you are listening because your buddy's interning right now, this is why you have to listen through all the way. If you have a buddy that is going to be interviewed and you know he's going to be interviewed this episode, or you've, you're just listening because you're a fan and you like one of the prospects, here's how you can vote. Tweet at us, at the crease dive tag, at Jordy Barstool, at D whoa D zero zero GS say that so much D zero zero GS and then show us that you're subscribed to our YouTube and put the name of who you want to vote for. That's the only way that a vote counts. We're gonna have um, some kid that's been helping out with our socials. Kevin, uh, me and him will be going through counting it up. So that's how you can vote. Show us that you're subscribed. But yeah, you, you have to be. You have to be have registered to, to vote. We're, we're not. We're not letting fraudulent votes count in this one. This isn't. Every vote counts. Every vote counts, but you have to be registered. You have to be subscribed to the YouTube, or else it doesn't count. Yeah, and people are going to be saying you can't, like, you can't steal the vote. Votes, votes don't matter in my state. I live in New York. Well, no, and you live in New York. The vote matters now. Um, just you have to be subscribed. If if you're not a registered voter. Uh, your vote won't count and re- to be registered to vote. You have to be subscribed to the crease dive on YouTube. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited in general for this episode. Uh, I feel like an intern is kind of what we've been missing. I think this will talking to Jordy about this. I think it'll spice things up a little bit. Um, we got some great candidates, some college lacrosse players, um, D1, D3, D2. We got some editors, some people who know, know nothing about lacrosse. Um, so I think that this will be a, uh, a fun little episode and I, I hope that you guys enjoy it. Um, we got our first guy coming in in three minutes. Um, some of you may know him, may not, but that's just a little tease.
Yeah, uh, I, I would like to say, so as people listen to this episode, maybe you get the idea, oh, hey, maybe maybe I'll throw my hat into the ring uh, or, or maybe I'll, I'll you know, kind of see if I can get on, get in a, a little bit later. I will say that even even though this is like just for free, like I, I feel like we're not in a position to be like turning people away, but I, I do hate reading the DMs that are like, hey, like I played with such and such player when we were both in middle school. Like I can totally get him on the podcast for you. Uh, those applications get thrown out the window. I, I just want to put that out there now because I feel like this is going to open the door for a lot of people being like, hey, I was on Brennan's uh, summer team right. in, uh, in, in 2006. Like I can totally get him on the pod for you. And also like, my cousin grew up down the street from Owen Duffy. So when he's in college, I can also like, just cause you know, some guys. No, doesn't mean you know across. Yeah. Everybody, everybody. You know across, and also bring more to the table. Cause we're a couple guys that don't know much about lacrosse still talk about it on the camera, but like, we're looking for someone we're that fans. can make it. Yeah. We're fans, but that can make it make us look better at least. And I'll say this right before we, we hop on with our interviews. It, it, you nailed it. I mean, I, I don't want to toot our own horns, but if me and Jordy can't get guests, then we're not, we're not doing this right. If we want to get guests, we'll get guests. Um, you're friends with Brennan. That is sick. Good for you. Hope you guys play wall ball together. We, we, we don't, we don't need someone who Brennan plays wall ball with in sixth grade to help us get him on the pod. If we can't get him on the pod, then we don't want him on the pod. I, I, I hate those DMS. Lacrosse world are so small. Um, we could probably get guests that want to come on. A lot of people don't want to want to really deal with media or come on and all this shit. But, um, yeah, I, I was really, really quick story before we hop on. I went to Rayo's last night, uh, exclusive spot in New York City, not to brag, kind of to brag. Um, and I was talking to this Dayton alum who took me out. And he was talking about like how he, he's like a, he loves high school football. And he's like an expert. He's like, just like you're an expert with lacrosse. And I was like, I am no expert. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I am no expert. I'm just a fan. Uh, I was like, you should see some of my takes. But uh, yeah, I thought that was a little fun, fun little tidbit. Well, like, here's the thing. It's kind of, we're still early in lacrosse blowing up and popularity. So like, think about like, uh, who, who was it? Like Galileo, he was like supposedly an expert. And he said that, uh, the sun revolved around the earth. So like, right. he was like, he was, he, was, he was, he was actually like dumb as shit. He was like, he would have been like the dumbest motherfucker on the planet today. If he was like, oh yeah, the sun goes around the right. earth. But at the time he was an expert. So like right now you could qualify as an expert of lacrosse just because not enough people know enough about it for you to not be in the top percent of of knowing about lacrosse but then like a hundred years from now people will look back on these podcasts and be like dude those genius. fucking guys talked about yeah, <laughs> no. yeah, yeah, genius. yeah gen genius they don't throw yeah. around genius lightly all right so we're at the time uh we'll add our first person being interviewed um again if you want to vote make sure that you're subscribed to tweet at the name um so yeah just make sure that you type freestyle show that you're subscribed and tweet the name that you want to vote for all right here we have connor eck what's up fellas how we doing good oh, dude. How connor, doing? what's going on brother nothing much just chilling what about you guys well we're, well, we're recording a podcast episode today uh yeah, yeah. so just just a little something going on for us right now um dude so First off, I, I I feel like I've seen you a lot in my notifications over the years. So right off the bat, that that puts you up a few levels. Just a, a loyal listener, uh, following a lot. So for for anyone out there who's who's listening right now, and and you kind of want to figure out where the depth chart is, 
being being very active in the notifications gets you high up on the playing chart. Agreed. Yeah, I met you, Jordy, back in 2018 at the finals at Gillette. I was wearing a Barstool shirt, and you were like, oh, Barstool, he's wearing a Barstool shirt. I took a picture with you. And I met Dukes, I met you last summer at the POL. Hell yeah. So Hell yeah. I've so, actually met you two in person. That, and now, that, so now, now it's like the notifications come into real life. You meet us, this guy's already off to a hot start. Now, you did you did you meet Robbie O? I did. Yes, I have a photo of both of you guys. I'm holding the microphone. That was that, way back in the day. That that right there was a little. I was trying to trip you up a little bit because if you didn't know Robbie O, then then I would know that you were lying. But the fact that you know Robbie O, shout out to Robbie O. If you're listening right now, I feel like he checks in every once in a while. Uh, the the OG co-host. So, uh, all right. So Connor Eck knows his shit. Active in the notifications. Clearly a lax rat. If he's going to Gillette for the for the final four. Good start right now. All right, yep. so Connor, we have we're gonna give you we have about like ten minutes because we have to bang these ones out. Uh, we don't want to make a three hour long episode. We're not part of my take. We're not Joe Rogan show. So you have ten minutes to really impress us. I guess the first question that I would ask is, what do you think you could add to this podcast? Well, I've grown my brand pretty well throughout the years on TikTok, especially, and now What's I'm branching out to Instagram. I'm the Division Three hero. I make fun of myself just constantly. I've been posting videos about the D3 life and how gritty it is, people would say. Uh, mainly making fun of myself, saying that I can't keep my gear, which is true. Can't keep any of my stuff that I got through my team. And just saying I suck at lacrosse. That's that's my brand, pretty much. Well, this is going to be troubling because I get you're the D3 hero guy, but my brand is sucking at lacrosse. So this is, this is the first uh, little friction that we've met. But that's okay. We can probably move, move through this. We could have a suck off, put it behind the paywall. Yeah, and we could probably. Do you do you think you could beat me in a goalie challenge? Probably not. No, you're pretty good. I saw your video with uh, Mitchell, so you played pretty good in that. Thanks. But wait, so when hold up, when you say that you can't keep, when you say that you can't keep any of your like, does it you have to give back your gear or that like you oh, just no, have friends? Shit. Like, yeah, no. So my school, it's brutal. So my helmet, my chest pad. My gloves last year, and I had two helmets, so I couldn't keep two helmets. My bag, my lanyard, all that stuff I couldn't keep. We, when we would lose in the playoffs, my coach would just take everything out that was his, and we would just grab garbage bags and be like one thing. So it would be my elbow pads every year, every single year so far. And I've played for three years. I mean, that's it's pretty funny to make fun. It's easy to make fun of. It's here. Here's the thing. I I've heard some, some horror stories about D3 life before. And, and as a guy who, I mean, I, I, I did my D3 time was relative. I mean, we didn't get sticks or anything like that. So it, that was like about the biggest hardship, but giving back the pads. All right. That adds an extra level of, so like, what do you do? You, you just have shit for the summer. Or you just don't play in the summer. Well, so I buy my own stuff. Pretty much. Okay. I stole my helmet this year. We lost and I when we okay, lost, I, like I, that. Took, I did the hobo and I just walked past my coach. It was a devastating. We got upset. So we were just, I don't care. And I just walked right past him. And then he kept keeps interrogating me. Can I have my helmet? I'm like, ah, I don't know where it is, but I'm wearing it in my UAX games every week. So that's fire. Yeah. I like that. Sorry, oh coach. God, I, if you're listening, I, I, if you're listening to this coach, I'm sorry, but that helmet. Yeah, you just outed nice. yourself too, which I, which honestly, yeah. sprinkle the res right there. That's uh, that's some res points. Yeah, yeah that that 
shows commitment, willing to basically just, uh, yeah, just commit a crime and then admit to it on, on the podcast. So we do love that. Um, all right. So now, yeah. So you, your brand is sucking at lacrosse, which Dukes kind of has, um, my brand. I, I mean, I'm a D three guy, but I don't really talk about the D three life that much. Would you be able to, to pivot anywhere? And, and maybe, I don't know. I'm, I'm just trying to spitball here about how we could either have two guys that suck, actually three guys that suck at lacrosse uh, or, or if, or if we can add any more spice. So this is kind of just thinking off the top of the head, what, you know, trying to see uh, your, your creativity here and your ability to battle through adversity of trying to join a podcast with two guys that also suck at lacrosse with you being a guy who sucks. So, I mean, you guys already are lax rats and you said I'm a lax rat. I've been, watching lacrosse since I was in first grade and I've loved it ever since then. I've constantly watched every single game, PLL game, MLL game, NCAA game. I went to the final four this year. I drove six hours down there to watch the precious Penn state lose because of Garrett Lebman loser. He's a fraud. So I think I'm a dedicated lacrosse fan and I know way too much. And sometimes people are concerned that I know too much, but it's okay. All right, going off that then, what would you one, what would you do differently with either our socials or with our podcast? If you could change I would that? just upload more, more consistently on the Twitter. I know you guys are huge on Twitter, the TikTok, Instagram. I would just take clips from that and just post them and maybe use like a viral sound or a viral trend. That's what usually does pretty well for other podcasts and just post it there. Do you think you could help grow our TikTok? Absolutely. All right, fine. Here, here's a challenge then. We'll, we'll, we'll make it a loose challenge. If I gave you the keys to the TikTok, let's say right after this at like four o'clock, we have, let's, let's see how many followers we have on TikTok. This will be a, a good challenge for you. I'll give you, this will put you in a little bit of a spot, but this will be an well, here's but, but also you get, you get good con for however long this is, you get good content coming up because starting at four o'clock. So we got Honoshane uh, versus Jamaica. We've got USA. We've got Canada all playing tonight. So there's, there's going to be some content to work with. We Absolutely. have 838 followers right now, or maybe it's a little good. bit above that. 862. We haven't been, we haven't posted since April 18th. How many followers could you get us by next Wednesday? That's oh, tough. So then you, I mean, well, then, then you get all of the, the world. You get the world championships. World yeah, exactly. World you games. You can put and... your face on it. You can upload highlights. You can upload podcast clips. Free reign. How many followers? Yeah, I think I could do that. I think I'd get you guys a little bit of notoriety. How, how many? More clout. I, want, I want a number. A number? That's tough. I can maybe get you past 1,000 followers. Once you get past 1,000 followers, you are able to use a lot more creative tools on TikTok, such as like TikTok Live and all that stuff in monetization and you can join right. the creator fund at some point. I don't know what the exact number is now, but that could be the goal. All right, fine. Then I'm going to set that goal a little bit higher, 2000 followers and you can be our TikTok guy. Potentially you'll, you'll move okay. on to the next round. All right, I got you. I can do that. All right. And we'll have, you, yeah, that, that'll, that'll be a little challenge. Uh, did you already, do you agree to that? I think I just thought of that on the fly. Yeah, I mean, I don't really know how to. I, I'm never on TikTok, so I don't know. Uh, but but from what I've figured out, it's like if you can just like fucking shake your hips a little bit, you get like fourteen thousand followers. Yeah. So I I feel like followers aren't aren't that hard to come by. We're gonna have a lot of people online during the World Championship. A lot, lot of 
lot of buzz in the lacrosse community right now. So I feel like there'll be enough eyeballs to make that happen. I don't, I think that's a fair, a fair challenge. I guess my yeah, last, I do it. my last question will be before we let you go. What's the swag? What, like when you dress, what's your, what's your swag from the head below? Like what, what's your short length, uh, low socks, high socks. What's your color cleat? So I go, if we're talking shorts, I always grab, there's the, the small size is medium for my team. You grab the medium, you roll it up twice. You got the one leg uh, tight, but you cut off the other leg. So you have the one. You wear low socks because you're wearing low cleats. And I'm a personally a no eye black guy, so I don't wear eye black. But you got to have the most insane tilt on the field. That's what, that's what I say. What color cleats are you? White. Ended good. I can live with all that. Um, all right. So I'm, I'm going to end it. I'm going to start uh, by asking every uh, candidate. I'm, I'm going to put you through a lacrosse situation. And okay. I, I, I feel like I can figure out what type of person you are by your answer to this. Um, I'm debating on whether or not I'm, I'm going to tell each candidate if they made the right or wrong decision in the situation. But all right. So let's set the scene for you a little bit here. Third quarter teams down by two. Other team just scored their, uh, their, or yeah, other teams just scored. Now they're up by three. You guys lose the next faceoff. They have a long possession, score again. You win the faceoff, turn it over. They get the ball back, another long possession. But now you guys, big stop down on the defensive end. So you guys have had a very short possession, couple long possessions on defense where you just got scored on. Ball's coming down in transition. What are you doing right now? If I'm playing the point on the right on the fast break and I have a shot, I'm stinging it top right. Or on the fast break, if my teammates open on the, the low wing, hit him with a BTB, Ferda, let him get the let, let him get the glory. And if the skip pass is open, throw a little Mako key for uh no grand aim, it's Mako key for underhand skip pass and let him do the rest on the left side. I fucking love that. And that's, that's how everyone ends up playing D3 because you don't make the smart decision and, nope. and kind of take, you know, sit on the ball a little bit, get a possession, give your defense any bit of a break. You look to make, be the hero. All right. Good. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a good answer for me. All right. Well, we got the, I think the other kid was waiting in the waiting room. All right, um, Connor. Good work, brother. Thanks, Connor. Thank you guys. Right, I'll get, give you that me. challenge. Yeah. All right. Go uh, vote yeah, is, that, is that your sign off? You just want people to just go vote for you? Go follow me. Connor Eck on TikTok. I'm at like 40,000 followers right now. Go hit me up. Division three athletes matter too. That's all I got to say. All right. See you, man. Yeah. I don't know if he had to flex in our face about his follower numbers compared to ours. Uh, yeah. We'll also say that uh, his last sign off not being followed to crease dive is still crease dive. Pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> if his challenge is that. that- yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, so here's the thing. Yeah. Now, if you're listening right now, if you're still listening, don't go follow Stool Crease Dive on TikTok yet. Only follow it if if Connor taking over the channel has led you to it. Yeah. I don't, exactly. I, don't, I don't want us to get not t- yeah, numbers. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're following, maybe unfollow if you want a challenge for him. <laughs> All right. We got our next interviewer up, Nolan Garcia. What's going on, man? Not much. How are you guys? Good, good, good. It's a great, so, great stash right out of the gates. Yeah. Thank you. Was that today? Was it done today? Was it done for this? No, it was not. I've been rocking Fun. a stash for like 
I don't know, the whole lacrosse season this past year, last year. It's been kind of my thing. Love it. I can so live you- with that. I think I would have liked it a little bit better if it was just for this, but I can I can live with the guy who's been rocking with it for a while now. I touched it up last okay. night. So we so we're giving people about ten minutes because uh, you got to go back to back to back to back. Yep. Um. So first off, you you play at Marquette right now? Yes, I do. So what year are you? I'm going into my junior. Sweet. What do you think you could do to? make this podcast a top 100 lacrosse podcast to a top 50 lacrosse podcast? Um, I think personally, I got a lot of connections in the game, a lot of college kids close with. Um, I also think that I can bring a lot towards like helping with editing or anything of that nature. Uh, I got a couple of boys that, you know, they listen. They're not the biggest fans. Yeah, why? Did you guys play for Marquette? No, Marquette's up and coming, gritty, young team right now. Um, I think that the biggest step is to get past Scotty Rogers and the Beast. Um, They're dominating the game currently. Uh, I just think I can bring a lot towards helping content, um, helping editing. Uh, I have a lot of experience with social media management and stuff like that. Did it for my dad's Latin food company. So got a background on that. All right. Well, hold on. Let's, let's talk about the menu a little bit. What's going on with this food? This food? Well, it's like a Latin food distributing company. You know, it's family trade since 1912 back to Havana, Cuba. Um, you know, it sells anything. So it's like, Goya brand food, Iberia brand foods. Uh, okay, I, th- I thought we were talking like a restaurant, but okay. So, no, no, all right, no. so that, that's still all right. So, all right. So, social media, you play in the game. You've you've got connections because you play in the game. Um, okay, I, I want to know right now, and and this is, I want to know right now what makes Manhasset better than Garden City. Uh I. Give me the easiest question of all time. Um, one, grittier. You know, most people don't think Manhattan is gritty, but you don't really see many players just destroying their ankles in alumni games. You got strong ankles in Manhattan. Um, you know, I, I played on that field my whole life. Never had a problem on it. Uh, me, personally, never lost a wood stick. Um, lost to Garden City one time, high school career. It was all right. Freshman year, not a big deal. Um, How many state championships you won? Uh, that that it, none, but I got two Long Island, uh, one Long Island, two Nassau counties. We actually knocked them out my sophomore year, Garden City County Championship, epic yeah. game, one of the greatest games ever. OT winner. Shout out Joey Terenzi, freshman. Um, I remember that. Also, biggest thing, my opinion, no night games at Garden City. They have no lights. Yeah, that's because of the neighbors. That's because. Yeah. Hey, by the way, Nolan. First off, this is this was an easy one for me. I I put Manhattan as a top five place to watch. I know. Yeah, I yeah, saw yeah. that. So there's, was, no, you know, there's no disrespect on my end. No. Yeah, I understand, <laughs> but you know. It's just hard when the wood stick, you know, it's such a big game, such a great environment. 
you're playing on like a one o'clock game. I mean, I mean, not not that you'll ever know because you're at Marquette, but the national championship game is typically played at one p.m. and that's a pretty big deal. <laughs> All right, that's fair. That's fair. You, this year, a lot of returners. This year, we never know. You guys are up and coming. We will say that we. I, I'm I'm a, I'm a Marquette fan. They've recruited out of Springfield before, so I have to be a Marquette fan. We also we also were saying when you said your boys don't really like the podcast or whatever, I was a little like butthurt in, in a way because we were hyping the boys up at Marquette all year long. No, no, not just Marquette guys. I know a few guys, you know, outside of Marquette. They got some they got some crit- critiques of it. You know, what's their biggest critique? Critique. There's not a lot of like outside the season. There's not a lot going on on Instagram. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, that's why we're having an intern search. Uh, we also like, like we've said, we can't really offer any pay for this podcast because we don't get paid for this podcast ourselves. Um, this is all just for the love of the game. So I got college basketball shit going on. Jordy's got hockey, meat sweats barbecue. So we are looking for a little bit of extra help, um, social, just graphics, everything, just to put on people's resumes. Mm-hmm. So. Um, yeah, but in, in general, we are looking for someone to help add just because they love the sport of lacrosse. Yep. Um, I will say one thing, is, which, which is interesting. Um, as a Manhasset guy, you said you never lost a wood stick, which is very, very impressive because Garden City for the past 10 years, it feels like has dominated. Mm. Uh, I think so. Check the, check the stats on that. Um, but even just going back, like you realize that when Garden City wins – or when Manhasset wins, you guys hold the trophy playoffs or not bring the trophy every time, right? What do you mean? So in 2018, if Garden City beats you in the playoffs yeah. your freshman year, the Woodstick goes back to Garden City. Yeah, that didn't count. You're not, not counting that. that? I'm not counting that. No, Woodstick. So you're saying April Woodstick. All right. Woodstick All right. in season. I have one more thing to point out. All right, you, sold, you sold uh, grass fields. Because you said you don't want it's April, we don't want to be playing on turf, you know, whatever. And then you went on turf. You just you don't want to be playing on grass. You went on turf same month, ankle destroyed. Bro, I don't play midfield. I didn't expect anyone <laughs> to play. I didn't expect anyone to play defense on me. I didn't know defense was legal in alumni games. You know, we produce a lot of guys. Never give it up. You know, the yearbooks never close in Manhattan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That right. that's well, for sure. My, my last question here, and this is something I'm going to be doing with every candidate. I'm going to be throwing a different uh, lacrosse scenario at you and just see what your answer is to try kind of gauge what type of person you are. So uh, overtime, obviously in, in college, so not PLL. Uh, overtime, you guys have been getting your dicks kicked in at the face-off circle all, all game long. So you go double pull in the face, but you win the face-off. First face-off of overtime, but you've got two poles on the wing. Fogo's bringing it down. What do you do? Two poles on the wing. Fogo's bringing it down. Uh, Tackman gets open. You know, you get it through X. You hold it. You sub off the poles. Just play it right, nice so, and so, slow. So no, no timeout? Uh, depends on the, if the Fogo's in trouble. Fogo's in trouble if on timeout. I got trust in my Fogo, so I'm letting him handle it. All right. It, it's, it's, it wasn't a, a total cowardly answer. I was hoping just let the, let the pole come down for a step down and go bombs away. But a few, a not... few poles. I Mason Woodward, best defender in the country, Marquette. I'm letting him let that thing fly. All right. Good to Respect. know. All right. Thanks, man. No problem.
All right. Also, if you want people to vote for you, make sure that they tweet uh, that they're subscribed to us on YouTube and then to tweet your name. So get your buddies, anybody that likes Nolan, uh, just remember to do that. Thanks, man. All right. Um, Go Trojans. (laughs) All right. Yeah. Um, Next, we have our next. where I, I was, I was expect. I'd assume that you were going to bring up Manhattan Garden City at some point, but I, I just knew that bringing that up right away was gonna really just throw all the fuel into that conversation because we oh, needed a little yeah. fuel. He, he came in a little, energy was a little too low, so we needed to gas that up pretty quickly into that interview. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, yeah, he loved. It. I mean, good for him for not uh, for never losing to Garden City because I know Manhattan guys are really used to that. Um, next we have, uh, Matt Nessler, um, Chatham, New Jersey. What's up, Matt? Hey guys doing Dukes, Jordy. Pleasure to meet you guys. Thanks for having me on. Matt, what's going on, brother? Again, back to back candidates with fantastic stashes. I have to ask, was this, was this for this interview or, or is that something that you've been rocking for a little while now? I'm, uh, I'm three months into rocking the mustache. My uh, girlfriend and mother are none too pleased with it, but I, I'm sticking with it. Um, and then when I did find out about the interview, I did a fresh shave of the of the beard, which I usually do shave anyway. But I've had the mustache going for about three months now, so I, I appreciate the compliment. Love it. So, Matt, you we were generally giving people like ten minutes to really because we were just going back to back to back to back to kind of impress us, and it's gonna be a fan vote basically, like. So if people want to vote for you, your friends, people that like Matt, again, subscribe to the YouTube, show, tweet at us, show that you're subscribed and tweet Matt's name. Matt, we want to talk to you a little bit about Cabrini. I think that's one of the things that stood oh. out for us. Um, it probably, I'm not going to say got you the interview, but damn near did. Um, we're, and we're giving everyone 10 minutes, but we might give you 15. Because <laughs> I, I think we've given – you know, the first guy we interviewed, we gave a challenge to just try to like bump it up, see what he can do. Um, we're looking basically for maybe like a content person, uh, someone with TikTok, Instagram, just all over, and then maybe with like editing some shit. But Got it. What, what I want to ask you is, you know, this is will be your challenge, and I want to personally give you just right off the bat. If you can get someone from a D3 school, D2 school, or D1 school to commit and switch their commitment to play a Cabrini for one last year, <laughs> you have it right now. You got it. I'm I'm gonna make I'm gonna make that goal right now. I'm gonna make some phone calls. But touching on the Cabrini subject, it's it's a sad, sad day for the fellows at Cabrini. I've I've been in touch with a lot of them currently on the team because I went back and played in 2022. So I, I know a lot of the guys on the roster. And with with the head coach Cole first stepping down and going to Episcopal Academy, um the, the teams, the teams sort of on the ropes. Now I'm hoping that the upperclassmen can get enough guys to stick around and Cabrini can have one last great send off. I know as alumni, we want to do nothing more than to go out and send them off. Right. But it's just, it, it really does suck. I mean, I feel bad for the guys that are blindsided. There'd been some rumors, but nothing really significant enough to get guys to like look at other schools and really, try to go elsewhere and they kind of dropped it on a midsummer. So they're all scrambling right now to, to figure it out. But I, I appreciate the challenge Dukes. I'm going to, I'm going to be trying to recruit some people if I wasn't already doing so I'm going to try a little harder now. I mean, I, I think, and again, I, I tweeted this out uh, a couple days ago 
pretty much right what when the uh when the news broke that villanova those scumbags would be buying up uh <laughs> big uh, business buying up cabrini yeah it makes me sick to my stomach fucking the elite uh <laughs> goddamn mainliners out there but uh i like i do think like if you could just load up a cabrini team for one last the, the last the dance at cabrini especially because and i'll tell you what this would be the best thing that the NCAA could possibly ever ask for because with the final four weekend being back in Philly next year. Uh, so, so you said that you went back in 2022. So were you there in 2019? I was. So, so I, I came in in 2017. I was in Springfield's Springfield's greatest Mike Gersbeck's uh, recruiting class. So I was on the team for four years and uh, my senior year ended with the COVID stuff. So like right when COVID became like a thing in that March, that was my senior year. So I had that year of eligibility, got shoulder surgery in 2021, had no real plans of going back. And then real crazy story how I ended up back at Cabrini, but I ended up back with all the fellas one last run. And unfortunately, like a lot of Cabrini years do, we lost to Salisbury in the tournament. So, but I, I went back in 2022. And I wasn't. Well, yeah. So, so I'm just, I'm just saying, so for anyone who was there in 2019, yep. I'd have to imagine that as far as D3 attendance records go, or at least as far and like not just attendance, but like how like atmosphere and, and just how like yep. it, it had to be, it felt like almost, it felt like a preseason Eagles game, which is it big. Is. That's, that's, that's NFL. Those are, those are drunk Eagles fans. Like it felt yeah. like that. Um, and it was raining. So like, it would be huge for the NCAA to get one last ride for Cabrini. So yeah, I, I feel like that's a really good challenge. Um, I'll, I'll be I'll be searching uh, inside. I'll, I'll be following Ty Zanders and Chris Jass on Twitter. And the moment that I see that uh, someone has decided to transfer to Cabrini this season, uh, I guess the job will be yours. S- sounds good. I I, I have uh, a few people. I think I'm going to reach out to maybe some D3 candidates. Getting a, a D1 guy to come in and lead Cabrini would be would be something crazy. And I, I'd love to be able to do that. But um, yeah, I'm I'm just rooting for the guys. I'm hoping they have as normal as a season can get. But the alumni are going to be there, be ready to support them. And it's just tough. I said it's weird to one have a school completely be bought out by another school. I mean, my dad was telling me a little bit that that sort of happens, but not that I've really been aware of. So to see it, and especially just knowing that the lacrosse team is going to be gone, I mean, it's it, it's a mainline staple there. I know a lot of Delco people like to funnel their way to Cabrini, so. I always called it the land of misfit toys. So it'll officially be, it'll officially be gone after next year. So hoping for the best for him. What would, so again, now that Cabrini doesn't have a school anymore, this alumni game is going to mean more. Do you think there's going to be torn ACLs, broken ankles out there? So this, this (laughs) alumni game could go down the history books. I, uh, I unfortunately missed last year's alumni game due to a wedding. If I had any bit of Intel that it could have been one of the last, I would have sent my sent my best to the bride and groom and been at that alumni game. That's for sure. But it's going to be intense. They do player the current team versus the alumni. Um, the alumni puts up a good fight. It just comes down to those third and fourth quarters. You know, you lose a little gas. Colfer was doing us dirty. We played an entire full sixty minute game, and we got like five six subs. And he's rolling out. You know, three midfield lines two attack lines and two defenses. So we're just trying to get our legs on us, but I think this will be the biggest show and for alumni this fall and, and, and it'll be ramped up a notch for sure. Intern candidate, Matt and Dylan Malloy, both guys who miss games because of weddings. Oh yes. <laughs> wow. Yes. That, that uh, is true. Now I'll, I'll be honest. I, 
I'm kind of at this point, my mind's not even focused on, on the intern uh, interview anymore. Um, I'm now, my head is spinning and I'm just kind of coming up with an idea and this could be something for, it, it would have to be next spring, but I'm thinking it would be tremendous content if we could get, whether it's a documentary or just like a That's weekly inside look at a college lacrosse program playing in their last seat. Like, yeah, I, I think that that would be, if, if we could get some sort of low budget documentary of following a college team all season long, when they know that they don't have next year, it could be something. I actually was doing a little prep for the interview. And I, I, I thought if uh, I had a segment idea, I was going to propose the idea, whether it'd be myself or someone in the future, uh, being able to talk to, I, I, I believe the current head coach, I don't know if they've officially named him, but I believe it's someone I played with in my time there. So being give us a scoop with them and all the, give us a scoop. The scoop the scoop around is that as two time national defensive player of the year, t- coach Tommy DeLuca. Um, wow. But I, I can't confirm because he, he he's standing strong. <laughs> on not telling me anything. I've been in touch with him, giving him my best, but, of all the guys on the coaching staff, I believe he's the only one without like a full-time gig. There's a few guys who've been there 15 plus years who, who have full other jobs. And I don't know if I see them leaving those jobs to be the head coach and coach DeLuca is in his technically this would be his third year. So I got to play with him. He was in that same recruiting classes, Gersbeck and myself. And then he coached me when I came back in 2022. So very unique relationship with him. Um, so whether, whether it's myself or someone else, I have no problem trying to get some sort of inside scoops, slash guy in the locker room, any footage we can get. But I, I thought that'd be a great idea. I think with that, the fifth year of the, the natty would be 2024 spring. And it's that last run with a group of guys, like you said, that know that no matter what happens that year, this is it. So I, I think it'd be, I think it'd be real crazy. So I think that'd be great. My last question will be, I know you're a goalie, so yes, are you going to go are you going with sweatpants or no sweatpants? And what's your take on sweatpants? So I was <laughs> when I was listening to your guys' podcast, I, I I try not to be too opinionated because I, I I get Same. real real opinionated about lacrosse, but I'm not a sweatpants guy if it's warm if it's warm. I wear sweats when it's cold. If it's I'd say six below sixty, I could go out there and sweats. I like sweats up until mid March, late March. I was always a patented white long sleeve guy. I wore it all summer. So I respect the guys who can go sweats in when it's warm, just as their look, I can respect that. Cause I've worn a long sleeve in 95 degrees and people are like, I'm like, it's so hot. And they're like, well, it's 95 degrees that you're wearing a long sleeve. I'm like, well, that's, it's hot regardless. I'm wearing the long sleeve no matter what the temperature is. So I respect it, but I, I'm a no sweats guy, I guess, if we're asking for when it's warm, but I, I wear them when it's cold for, for sure. But I, I know I know he was wearing them in the championship game. And when you guys were talking about all the kids wearing them, I was like, that's going to be a good point. You're going to get these kids in these late spring summer league tournaments wearing sweats, and they're going to be passing out from heat exhaustion from those baggy right. sweats. But so I'm, I'm sort of in the middle, but I'm, I, I personally wasn't wearing them when it's warm out. That's facts. Jordan, you got any more? No, that, that, that does it for me. Um, I have, I've eased up on my stance on sweats. But I've, I've never been an anti-sweats guy. I've always just said that I don't like when it's two sweatpant goalies playing against each other. That's too many That's sweats. Fair. But 
I've, I've eased up on it a bit. Um, no, I, I, I love the idea moving forward. So Matt, at, at the very least, we'll be in contact at some point, awesome. whether it's whether it's the summer or uh, the, the last dance for Cabrini, because I Got do it. love that idea. I uh, yeah. Again, if you want to vote for Matt, uh, tweet at us, The Crease Dive. Show us that you subscribe to the YouTube. Um, tweet at us, Matt, Matt Nessler, Matt N, whatever you want. We'll get the idea. We'll count the votes. Every vote counts. Matt, thanks for your time. Really appreciate it. Thank you guys forever. Any last send off you want to say before people have to vote? I I just want to give a special shout out to the Cabrini Cavaliers. I'll rally the Cavalier Nation behind me and have faith in the current players and alumni and and maybe even some of the guys who are committed there to, you know, push me through. And a special shout out to Mount Pleasant Avenue. So that's all I got. See you, Matt. Thank you. All right. I love inside jokes. I don't get them. I dude went right over Mount, Mount Pleasant Avenue as as if it was like like Broadway in New York City. I was like, what the fuck is he talking about? Uh, but yeah, that was good. All right, we got next up, Colin Walsh. It's good, folks. How's it going? What, what a background. <laughs> Did you I had do that to on throw purpose? It up. I had to throw it up. Yes, bro. <laughs> yes. Yes. All right, that's hilarious. All right, Colin. Good, dude. Nice to meet you. Yeah. Nice to see you. Um, Yeah. So Colin is a GC guy. Uh, A lot of people are going to say nepotism. I say that his resume stood for itself. Uh, Very good at graphics. I was actually very impressed with what you had to offer. Uh, I've been telling people, Colin, we're looking for people that can, one, either be on camera, two, help out with our socials, or three, that are talented in... uh, like graphics and can help us like with the YouTube's thumbnails, editing, cutting clips, everything. So uh, you really uh, stood out. Um, yeah, that's really all I have. I guess my first question would be, who's the best backup goalie in Garden City history? Dude, I mean, I got to go with me, honestly. Um, we got a COVID year, junior year, right? I didn't get to play. You would have seen us in the States easily. Uh, season got cut short. Uh, then my senior year, we had uh, – could only go as far as Long Island Championship again because of COVID. But uh, I'm a glue guy. I'm on that sideline rallying. We had um, we had uh, celebrations put together for every uh, every player. You got 6'4", Jack Downey out there. You got the two-tall Selly. Whole sideline did it. Um, yeah, but it's got to be me. Maybe you, Dukes, but we'll uh, – I mean, I've, I've beat Will Perry, Jared Newman, uh, all PLL players, if you don't know that, by the way, in, in goalie challenges. So I, I'm going to have to humbly go with me. Also, I will have to say that we just had a Manhasset guy on, uh, this guy, uh, Nolan Garcia. I don't know if you Yeah, know he lit us up. He lit us up. He said that he's never lost a wood stick before. Yeah. Put me in in that wood stick. Oh, I don't want to. <laughs> so say it. Say it. <laughs> no, no, no. Say it. You can't take your back. Wait, hold on. So, so who, 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 who was the starter? Who are we throwing under the bus? <laughs> All right. Uh, this kid, Drew Quinn, he plays at Vassar. He's actually outstanding. Um, but. Um, so I you're mean, saying you get that win. You're saying that yeah, it's Drew, ten, Drew, it's Drew the MVP of the LIC. It was actually the yeah, that's that's a fact. He was. But it's it's highest scoring wood stick in history. Um, give the kids on the sideline a shot, Fennel. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I'm there. I'm there. Yeah. I'm sitting there. I'm ready. He doesn't like the word backup. Uh, That's true. That's true. Um, but yeah. So, what do you think you could do with our podcast? Like, I know I saw what you had in your portfolio. Um, yeah. Really impressed. Uh, what do you think you could do to make the podcast better? Uh, what were your ideas? Yeah. Right. So, um, 
my portfolio, obviously it's a, a lot of my stupid frat stuff, which is like whatever, but I think you can see in it that uh, I'm, I, I feel like I'm pretty talented in a uh, premiere and uh, Photoshop and illustrator. Um, but I think you guys could go with more graphics. Um, definitely like each player is like your top tens uh, or your top eights rankings every week. Um, could spice them up. They're pretty, they're like pretty much the same every week right, right now. Like they, at least when you look on the timeline, but I think you need to, you could like spice it up with throwing different like players in there, actual faces. Um, and then like quote boards, you know what I'm saying? Right. Those blow up a lot of the times, like picture of the podcast. And then you have the quote board that gets people going, especially if you can cherry pick the right ones. Could you, can you edit, can you make thumbnails? Yeah, definitely. Can you cut clips? Yeah. Can you edit? Can you make our YouTube look not like what it's looking at like right now? Yeah, definitely. I'm. Uh, I have some uh, private videos on YouTube back in the days when I was a GoPro, uh, a GoPro guy in the ocean. Um, had to take those down. A little embarrassing. They were one of twelve, but we got. Uh, I could definitely spice up the YouTube. Um, All right. And then I guess what else would I? What else was I going to say? No, that's all honestly fantastic um and then do you do you follow the pll uh yeah i'm i'm getting into it um will you watch it more now yeah of course of course all right um jordy you got anything i've I've got a question just to to gauge just the the type of guy you are you say you're a glue guy and uh you know obviously the the sideline mafia always needs someone to rally the troops and and get everything going there but i kind of want to know uh, if, if you're really a team first type of guy or not. So let's say you're in practice, right? And everyone knows that the backup goalie always has six, a percentage in practice, right? Just cause the boys try, they try to get a little too cute with their shots. Cause they know that they've got, uh, yeah, backups in that. I'm going to light them up here. Now you go into practice. You've got one of your best players going through a little bit of a shooting slump. Are you going to let that guy get a couple confidence boosters, sing a few corners on you, or are you always looking to make the save and juice your own numbers? Look, I'm a negative reinforcement guy. So if he's slinging them, I'm saving them and I'm chatting shit to him. And I'm saying, right. You let me say that. That's, 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 what, I was, let that's what I was hoping for. Yeah. You know, you're going to let Manhasset go and sting one on you like that. Colin, like, I've been saying if I could play against Garden City starters throughout my entire career, I would oh, get Duke winning national championships. G1. Yeah. Yeah. Four championships. Listen, I I was, I was setting you up to be the, oh yeah, I'll, I'll let him do that. And then I'd say that's way too soft, but no, I I like that. And you all, you got to throw it back to him, right? He's stop one sticks side high. It goes right back to him. Of course. Yeah. And I think that you, yeah, I think that so far you've been very impressive in my opinion. Uh, I was honestly saw a Garden City guy and oh, uh, Garden City I, guy is so fucking good. He's the best. Yeah, no, I, I was like, I was not going to pick you, and I saw you. So yeah. Do you think you could? My last question would be, I guess, can you make t-shirts? Like, could you design t-shirts? Yeah, um, I'm, and- I'm uh, again. I'm the t-shirt chair at my frat. Um, a couple of those designs were on there, um, but yeah, I, I can. I literally do that at school all the time. All right. So for some guys, I've been doing challenges like. Uh-huh. Um, like the last one we just did, you saw the end of it. We we're trying to see if he can. He went to Cabrini, which just cut their program or cut their oh, whole school. So we're trying to see, yeah, so we're trying to see if he can recruit someone to go to their school, and that you know that's a challenge for him. My challenge to you, I'd say, is you can either make us a graphic that we could post to our socials, uh-huh. um, and that could be the, the top eight. Uh, that could be a quote from this from this pod. Um, you can either design us a T-shirt. You could do both. Whatever you want to do. 
um, as a way to stand out. Um, that, that'll be our challenge. We'll post it on our socials. Um, people can vote for you. You can tell your buddies, you can tell All Garden City, you can tell Fennell, you can tell Ettinger. The way to vote for Colin is going to be tweeted us at the crease dive. Show us that you're subscribed on the YouTube and put Colin as the name. And then we'll know that uh, that's a vote. All right. Perfect. Jordy, you got uh, anything else? No, that's at all. It's all good for me. I think uh, you should also make so the uh, so anyone watching on the YouTube, you can see it right now. If you're listening uh, on sound or not on SoundCloud, but on um, the fuck Spotify and and app, you're not going to see it. But he's Colin over here. He's got a nice little poster of himself hanging behind him uh, on, on the wall. Garden City Trojans in cage. I think that you should also make one of those for Dukes. I agree. Oh, that's that's part of your challenge. Yeah, it'll be hard to find my senior year. But oh, I'll go into the depths. Yeah. I got connections. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right. So just add that to the challenge and then we're good. You want right. any any last send-off for why people should vote for you? Um you know what? I'm the guy. Uh backup goalies gotta stick together. Uh let's do it. All right. Thanks, Colin. Hell yeah. Let's do it. All right. All right, we got a couple more left. Um, what, are, what are your thoughts so far? We got like a couple more minutes till we got our next guy up. Yeah, I wonder if he's a big Mincy guy down at Ole Miss. Um, oh, I should have. Fuck, that was such an easy question. We should, fuck. Shit. I wonder should, if he likes he the first. Should, yeah, I wonder if he, he likes the first ha- of the month. He should have to buy a brick watch. Um, <laughs> If he buys a brick watch and gets all those graphics done, then then he's good to go. Uh, I mean, I I like him so far. I think we've got some good candidates. I think uh, you know a little little mixture of guys who either know the game or know how to do graphics and like editing and shit. And that's, right. I mean, if we're being totally honest, right now, like the editing and graphics are way more important to us than knowing the game. Because right, uh, I mean, dudes, I I know you you do a decent amount on social, but I don't know how to do dick as far as any of that goes right. so it's, just, it's like i know the bare minimum i know how to fill out shit i don't really know how to make them good I, again it's like also comes down to i just think that this gives people experience if they're willing to do it and they want to do it um they could be the highest paid person on the crease dive um we'll, we'll throw them a bone once in a while um but yeah i, I think that it, it pains me to say that just the guard, garden city what a, what a guy I mean, he knew how to he knew how to win me over with the with the with the Garden City poster. Yeah, I mean, you you were, I, I felt like you were a little harder on everybody else, and then the moment you saw that Garden City poster, you you were you were I soft that up. interview. You yeah, were I was soft. I was soft. I were, dude. I, I'm. I, I felt like we had a, a good little man. good cop. We, we had a good cop bad cop thing going on here, and then you just went good cop good cop on that last one. Yeah, I mean, no, I think that I think that so far, I think that. Uh, I think Eck, I think Nessler, and I think that Colin did, did really well. I thought that Nolan was good. thought he was just like a little low energy. I mean, I don't know if he was looking to be more behind the scenes or whatnot. Couldn't really get a vibe, but I thought that we have a good mix so far. Yeah, um, we're definitely going to have to do the document. We're going to have to figure that out. Yeah, like there's a lot of good ideas right now. I'm trying to give people challenges. Uh, I think that that's a great idea. I think that like – if, if Eck can get like it's, just, it's gonna come down to the wire this one's gonna come down to the wire if we can get some kid to to transfer to cabrini so that so that this guy can get an unpaid summer so kid just fucking flips goes to a whole new brands what if you flipped someone yeah. from ursinus what if you got someone from from ursinus how would you feel 
I mean, I don't, Ursinus sucks right now. No offense. There. <laughs> I, I know, I know that the boys are trying to do a little something over there. It, it didn't work last year. I'm, I'm really rooting for Ursinus, but if I, I would pr- rather some kid go to help out Cabrini on their last year, uh, this, this coming spring, but I just think it'd be so funny for some kid. And I don't know how realistic this challenge actually is, but if somehow it happens for some kid to go to a completely different school for an entire year, just so that some guy can get an unpaid internship. I don't see it happening, but if it does, it would be just a hilarious Beautiful. situation all around. Beautiful. Um, yeah, I, w- I was totally going good cop, bad cop. And then he's just like, I, I like, I've known the kid since he was little. I really did not know he was like that good. Like, I, I have to see his portfolio, but like, he has his like smile. It's very like, like, I can't, like, I couldn't even do, try to do bad cop, but uh, I, I should have fucking asked about Mincy. And I should have asked if he had a fucking brick watch. Well, We'll see. Maybe maybe we'll have to do a second round. Yeah, no, uh, we, we just drag this out till the summer. And they have, <laughs> they have a one week internship. <laughs> um, um, we're waiting for the uh, the next intern, but the next the next intern candidate is, I think, a great one. Um, it's not it's not your typical. Here we go. All right. What's up, guys? Here we have Nat Pierce, uh, maybe one of the only candidates that isn't a college student. Oh, you guys are all getting college guys? That's not good. You need well, some old. You're standing yeah. out right now, Nat. You guys. Well, need I mean, some- look at Nat in the gym. What, well, what are, we, what are we hitting? Yeah, what are we hitting today? I just, I just wrapped up a kids' camp. We gave them popsicles, and I just said, "Hey guys, I have to speak with these barstool guys." They had no clue what I'm talking about, but they're, uh, if you want to see them here, they're, they're like, they're still going a little wild out there, but yeah, no, I, I guess I'm a little bit unconventional for the intern application, I'm sure. Yeah, Nat, do you want to tell people, I loved your application, uh, like, it, it was like the first one that I saw right away, I knew that you had to be a candidate, so can you let the people know a little bit about yourself and why your resume stood out so much? Yeah, so I I moved I, I I played at Messiah. I grew up in Mountain Lakes, New Jersey, so I'm a Jersey guy. Um, Tim Flynn, 700 wins, like probably the greatest high school coach of all time. Um, and you know, just had a great lacrosse community, great uh, life growing up in Mountain Lakes. I went to Messiah College, so I'm a D3 guy. Um, I was there back when Messiah was good. Uh, Jordy, I think. I was going to say, did you ever play against Ursinus? Yeah, we never played your sinus. Ursinus, I think, mm-hmm. probably was not as re- – I graduated in 05. So, you ha- I think you guys had Messiah's number probably all your four years. But I go a long way back with Jamie Steele when he was at Widener. Uh, Jamie was like – you know, Widener always had our number every year, year in, year out, for sure. So, um, but J- Jamie was good, like – he always scouted me hard, always gave me a poll. But I graduated from Messiah. Uh, I moved down to Virginia Beach to coach at a private school, Cape Henry. And I coached there for, geez, like 15 years. And um, in the middle of that, I just decided I'm going to make no money coaching. So I'm going to go to law school. So I started a corporate law firm down here. And, um, yeah, I've just been involved like as a coach. I've run camps down here. Uh, I played internationally for Norway in 2012. So I've had like a pretty awesome, broad experience in the sport. And 
you know, as a D3 guy coming out of college, there was like never any like pro opportunities. We never had anything like the PLL. We couldn't like sit around and talk about the PLL all day long. Um, like you guys get the, get the good fortune of doing, um, like it was like, you know, maybe you'd hear like the LXM pro tour was going to open up a tryout and guys could go out for it. But yeah, so I've just been kind of like involved in growing the sport in, uh, the broader and through that I've had awesome relationships with guys that are now like college head coaches, college assistant coaches, and just, um, just love like. You know, when I first found out about your podcast, I'm like, who are these like crazy guys just talking about lacrosse all day long? And uh, lo and behold, I, I, I feel like I have like a, you know, I could sit around and talk lax. With, I, I'm the kind of guy that gets kicked out of the party because I'll just like try to bring, bring up lacrosse at, at any odd uh, topic or odd connection. Um, you know, like I'm a lawyer, but I constantly drop references of like, oh, yeah, dudes, like. I guess, dudes, your dad's p law partner is one of my like associates in my firm's uh, dad's, Sam Walsh. Yeah, so, like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's you know, exactly it, right. it kind of like, you know, that's why I said, all right, these guys are looking for an intern. Like, I have a law firm. I have a team. Like, uh, I don't know what that movie about the old intern is. I just figured I'm an old ass guy that loves lacrosse. I'll just like throw my name in the hat and, and maybe maybe these guys will think out of the box um and i think, how I think it was called oh, no it was called the internship right who, who was it yeah. i think what was that de niro was he in that? i think it was de niro he has some years on me i think he's still having kids though so like i'm not he having is. kids anymore so he, there's, he there's that. i'm uh, past big, the, the early parenting <laughs> stage but yeah big time sex haver um so i i i'll tell you what it, it's a great uh, I, I think that this would actually be a great little full circle moment because so I don't know you you said when when you came across our podcast I don't know if if that was recently or a few years ago because the original co-host that I had was also a Mountain Lakes guy Rob Orzetti uh, Orzetti okay good yeah. good Mountain Lakes family uh, little brother ended up going to Syracuse but he so yeah I mean the priest I've started with a mountain lakes guy, I think it would be a good little full circle moment to have the first intern be a mountain lakes guy. Also, I mean, if you have a law, we could probably do make this like a home and home, right? Like you could be an intern for us and then we could be an intern for you. We send one. Send yeah. One. Just, just like flip the whole paradigm. And I mean, partly that's why I thought like, you know, as a lawyer, a lot of times you're just doing shit work for people that you can never tell anyone about. And like, when I really added it up, that's like being an intern. You're just like getting coffee, running around, doing whatever the boss asks you to do. And now I thought, hey, you guys are growing. And I'm, I'm the type of guy that's been telling people for the last 10 years, get ready. Like lacrosse is going to explode on the national stage. Like it's coming. You got to join. Like what would it have been like if you could have invested in lacrosse in like the 1970s? Like, you know, Jordy, you're probably going to be the Bob Kraft of lacrosse. Like. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Like it, it, the sport has been like waiting for the moment that I think that it's finally at. Um, and like everything that you guys are doing, like really resonated um, with me. And, and I've experienced the same like Virginia Beach Public Schools down where we are got varsity lacrosse this past year for the first time. They added nine programs. And these are like huge, big 2000 person public schools that send ton of football guys D1, ton of basketball guys D1, and just like pump out athletes. 
and I'm, you know, waiting. We have summer league tonight. I'm going to not break my foot like uh, Dukes did (laughs) against the old men. But I mean, we've got these, these like awesome athletes coming out of the high school level for sure. Um, And yeah, I've just, I've kind of like my practice, my law practice has been uh, in a good place and it's allowed me to get into like some really, really cool um, lacrosse projects. There's, if you guys are going to be in, are you guys going to be in Minneapolis? I don't know for the PLL weekend no, up there. that's the one weekend I'm not going yeah. to. I, I know you're more of a bar down guy, Dukes, but the Premier Zone's about to get um, a, a pretty sick activation that's going to drop in the Minneapolis weekend that I'm pumped about. Um, that's a little. I think I hinted at it in, in the application a little yeah, bit. About yeah, yeah. Can you can you speak on that a little bit in like cryptic terms as best you can? Yeah. So like he's, he's a lawyer. He knows how to dance around these yeah, things. This, yeah. Yeah. So, Can I take legal advice? Can you legally, <laughs> illegally say what you were? Exactly. We can have a call. We can have a call. Text me after I'll give you the, the full background story, but no, I, you know, I've been buying PLL tickets since the PLL started and, and got some great relationships with people there. And um, man, their staff just hustles like crazy putting together what they do. And, you know, I had a couple opportunities. One involves starting a retail brand um, and bringing back some of that like old and new and combining it into like uh, on field, off field, like lifestyle brand. And I reached out to the PLL. I said, hey, can we work together? So their staff has been literally awesome at putting together an activation. And we built a team. We have two guys, marketing guys that are actually in New York. Um, that are working around the clock on getting a real, real fun activation to uh, really bring a retail band to the lacrosse space that kind of like brings what I would call like an on-field, off-field lifestyle, you know, to the sport of lacrosse and starts telling stories of uh, our athletes, like stories of what these guys do to play at such a high level. Like if you, I was in Charlotte and I was in Columbus and when you're down field level, like I bring guys that I played with in college. And the first thing I say is like, would you get a run? Like, would you step on with a D midi run for these guys? Like, you know, they're the athletic ability of these guys now is awesome. And, um, you know, I, I want to create vocational opportunities in the sport of lacrosse. Like when I graduated from college in 2005, you had to basically move to like Utah or Florida or Texas and like start a club team and get some traction to like earn a living in the sport. And now um, with NIL deals and all that, like I just saw an opportunity of like, Hey, let's start a retail brand. Let's give guys jobs uh, in the sport. Um, If you put an application out there and say, Hey, do you want to work in lacrosse? So I, I mean, my, my ask to you guys would be like, yeah, hire the college kid too. I'll support you guys. I love what you guys are doing. Like, I want to give guys that want to work in lacrosse jobs in the sport and opportunities that I never had, because I think that's going to grow the sport for sure. Well, I mean, yeah, there's there's not a lot that I can say after that. That was probably easily the most eloquent thing that we've heard uh, about, you know, describing their, you know, their playing days and everything that they're doing now that we've heard from the applicants so far. Um kind of helps that you have a little bit more experience than the others, but I would, uh, my, my only question here is so, you know, obviously, yeah, we, we would love to hire 
or quote, hire on unpaid hire a couple different guys. Uh, but if, if it was a, a real competitive race, right. To, to be one of those applicants that gets the, the role, if what it took to get on to the crease dive was, so you're a lawyer, obviously uh, we, we already brought up before that Dukes uh, ha- had a little mishap in his alumni game. Now he'll never admit it, but he, he did, he went into that game not expecting any physical contact. He was under the premise that it was it was a no contact game, and then he got jammed up pretty hard by that D midi. Would you be able to draw up uh, a- a- and serve that D midi who pushed Dukes and snapped his ankle in multiple different places and bring up a lawsuit against that player? Yeah, I mean, I I've seen the film, uh, and Dukes, I, I mean. I don't know. Were you planting and trying to roll back top side and he was denying you top side or were you just trying to get underneath? Where were you going I, with that? I didn't play mid, I didn't play midfield. So my, my, my whole game plan from was when I scooped the ball, I said, fuck, am I going to have to dodge right now? And my whole plan was just like, do a bullshit dodge, give it to Justin Gardering and everything should be okay. And yeah, it was I mean, not God, okay. I think yeah. this kid really hated me. I think this kid really wanted to put me on my ass. Um, I, I mean, I do think that there's an element of which you could bring like a negligence c- claim against the adult men's player. That's just like, I'm going to get mine. I'm going to go out because because if you if you want it, like I still play, I'll play tonight. I got a game at 830 uh, team Norway versus team France in the Virginia Beach Summer League. Like um, I, I, I was a dodging midi in college. Jordy's coach, Jamie Steele. Um, was a big advocate for me to be all conference my junior year. I think because I could always get my hands free. And about maybe when I hit 30, you lose that. And if a guy's going to come after me at my age, like, and I'm trying to dodge, like, I, he might have been a little bit aggressive on you, Dukes. And I think that we throw a negligence claim out at him. Or, you know, as a, the fun part about being as a lawyer is like, if you make a phone call, and you say like, "Hey, I'm a lawyer," or you send a letter on your letterhead, like, you know, for to your uh, um, your friend's ex girlfriend who stole a bunch of money from them, and you know, sometimes their dad shows up and, and and reimburses the whole thing. So, you know, who knows? Maybe he was aggressive. Maybe his grandfather's going to clean up this legal mess that he got himself in for, uh, you know, going a little bit too hard. But I think he was just trying to stop you from turning and and. and going top side on him yeah i think he was just trying to play defense i mean yeah, he, he read this he read the scouting report he knew hey we can't let this guy get top side um no but i, I yeah i think if we can get a settlement out of this because we've been giving challenges to all the yeah. applicants so far um some of them have to grow the tiktok uh follower count up uh, one guy has to get uh someone to transfer to cabrini this year uh after their program that, that's a hard uh, that's a hard ask right there with them losing their program so so that's uh, yeah so i think Right now, I think, yeah, your challenge would be, can we get Dukes a settlement for uh, yes. that, that guy snapping his ankle? Yeah, get me get me the name. Get me his info. I mean, we'll shoot out a demand letter. We'll take it from there and see if, see if filing anything makes sense. Perfect. I'm cool with that. My mom would be very cool with that. <laughs> yeah. Your dad's also a lawyer. So, I mean, yeah, he, did, you didn't drop my dad's a lawyer after he broke your ankle, did you? No, my mom did, though. <laughs> My mom was like, are you sure we can't sue him? I was like, I'm sure we can't sue him. It's the most legal lacrosse play of all time, Mom. <laughs> no, I think very much did. a Long Island mother thing. I, I think with. overly aggressive in a men's league game crosses the line. I mean, maybe, maybe that's speaking from the guy that's over 40 in a men's league game. 
but <laughs> no, everybody i mean it's it's just like i was we we didn't have enough players show up i thought it was just a joke game uh playing man has it but it, it clearly wasn't I, I didn't know what i was getting myself into should have never picked up the short stick yeah i mean if, if you have guttering on the field like you need to be getting right. him the ball and being like dude dodge like yeah don't let me get any that's your job this. yeah like, exactly so yeah uh, man well, well yeah like i that said was- i I've got a team. We're we're ready to hustle for you guys to help you guys grow in whatever way we can support you. And I'm up in New York all the time. I'd love to just come hang out and you know talk some lacrosse whenever whenever uh, you're up for it. And just you know grab coffee for you, Jordy, and and uh, and we'll, we'll we'll serve you guys well for sure. Sounds great. Yeah, Thanks, appreciate Matt. you uh, coming on. Appreciate the the application. Uh, so yeah, I guess everyone can kind of look out for uh, the the activation with the PLL yeah. in Minneapolis. Think, uh, think, and, uh, yeah, think like life size video game that's lacrosse Ooh. related. All right, and uh, yeah, so for anyone who wants to, we're we're gonna have a, a fan vote for the intern application. So anyone uh, that wants to vote for you, make sure that they uh, hit us, send their vote on Twitter to us uh, with a little. Uh, just, just any sort of thing that says that they're subscribed to our YouTube channel. So it looks like you've got a bunch of kids in that back room over there. So you can get them to all subscribe to our YouTube channel, right. send in the vote for you, and then that should give you a nice little lead to start the day. I gotta, I, they gotta like go around their parents' uh, internet blockers to get onto your YouTube potentially. But I'll, I'll teach them how to do that. You know, we'll perfect. Test it. All right, sweet. All right, thanks for coming on. Thanks, guys. See ya. Thanks, man. All right, we have our last interview of the day um should should be a good good guest um oh it just didn't work uh, oh look who it is hey. <laughs> look mr hunting for interns good for you how are we doing uh, i'm doing all right how are you guys happy wednesday uh, Dan, congratulations. So we uh, are, are, I don't know if you were in the waiting room at all uh, for, for this, but I, I don't know if you caught the tail end of our last interview, um, but you are not the oldest intern applicant uh, for, 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 for this summer. I saw, I caught the very, very end. I think I came in right as, right as he was wrapping up, um, but I stunned, stunned. Frankly, it's bullshit that I'm not the oldest, um, but hey, look. Got to keep uh, keep this crowd younger, I guess. That's where I come in. You're trying to get to the younger demographic. That's why I'm here. You gotta want that older guy than me. Come on. Uh, well, uh, actually, real quick, just because everyone who's watching this on YouTube, as you probably should be watching on YouTube, everyone knows that uh, Dan Arestia has just entered the chat. But anyone right now who is listening on Spotify or Apple uh, might not recognize the voice right off the bat. Uh, we do have Dan Arestia coming in here. Uh, just, just a guy looking to get his foot into the door in the world of lacrosse. So, uh, you know, I, I guess an internship with the crease dive would be a great place for you to start there and really just start to build a following from there. Yeah. I've really been trying to work on it. You know, I'm, I'm having a hard time kind of getting my footing on, on, on social and content creation, stuff like that. But I, I, I think, uh, you know, I'm starting to be out there a little bit more. And I think the key to taking the next step is being an intern for, for the crease time. I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know, honestly, logically where the next place I would go is. I just can't imagine anybody else having any interest. Dan, are you serious about wanting to be an intern? 
Uh, absolutely not. If you have somebody, <laughs> if there's somebody else better than me, by all means, take them. I have no idea what you are planning to have this intern do. How you're going to torture this poor person, or or or, or just like. Just to have them be like a punching bag and, and sit on the sideline for for grease type bits the whole time, but uh, I thought I honestly I put my thing I, I filled out the application just as an excuse to let you guys know that Mumbo's out of timeouts are the way to go when you're coaching a game, and uh, I have that expertise and Jordy does. I'm not sure anybody else does though. Yeah, but once well, again, so- really the joke's on you because we really tricked you into coming onto this podcast to talk about the world games. Well, I'm committed to the bit here. When I got the thing that was like, you've been selected to move to the next round, I was like, I never get this kind of email. Yeah. I never successfully apply to jobs. So uh, I was like, well, look, if I'm getting it. I'm following through. I'm going to do it. I'm going to go through and do the bit and everything. So, uh, yeah, I am here to inter- uh, to interview for the Crease Dive internship and uh, talk to you about how good I am at uh, intern intern jobs. I've never been an intern for anything. I don't even know what I would do. But. I guess our first question would be, do, does the World Games need a, a shot clock? Um, as Americans, we probably are all going to say, yeah. Like, you know, you watch that. It's You kind of try and, like, prepare for it because you know if you're watching PLL, if you're watching NLL, if you're watching anything else, college, you're used to a game that's so fast and so up and down. But if you've watched international lacrosse before, you know going in, like, all right, it's going to be slower. There's no shot clock. The field is enormous. There's no, like, players play very, very slowly and deliberately because possession means everything. But then when you turn it on, it, it really hits you, and you're just like, oh, my God, am I in the mud? Like, you watch somebody dodge, and maybe they move the ball off the dodge. They move it one more time. Somebody else dodges. They back it out, and, like, muscle memory is, like, looking around the screen for the shot clock. you got to be like, oh, my God, time must be getting short. And you're just like, no, that guy can just – back it out and they can just keep doing that so for the rest of the world to play the sport it probably makes sense to not have one it's easier to teach it it's easier to kind of get used to playing it and and play it kind of you know a little more slowly a little more deliberately there's like you know it's it's not necessarily like the fun answer but there's there's like the logistical part of it of having people buy operate and run shot clocks at all these levels and everything for international play is not always something that's in the cards for for countries that are just getting the sport so um like, I don't, I don't hate it. I hate it during overtime because overtime's four minutes long and each team gets the ball once, and that's dumb. But but are there timeouts? There are no timeouts. I don't know if they consulted with the PLL who got rid of overtime timeouts, but there are no timeouts in overtime in international lacrosse. That's a win. I, I yeah, I do think I don't know the. It's it's tough to watch the especially there there have been like a few times. My big I love. The biggest thing with the shot clock that I love is the being hung at X like doesn't matter anymore. And like in, in the, every single time that someone gets hung at X in the world games, I just get flashbacks to Joey Sankey, just sitting back there for a decade. Just standing there. There's no, there's, there is just the only clock on you is the time left in the quarter. At that point, you just hang Uh, out back there as long as you need. And yeah, the situations like that, where the shot clock really pushes things ahead or, you know, like threatens you with a turnover for not doing anything. That's where it gets really bad. The stall warning, I I think remains like just the dumbest thing. It does nothing. It it doesn't change anything. Um, you know, it's, it's the only time I, I've seen somebody really fail on the stall warning, I think two or three times, maybe in the world games. And every time it looked like the player was somebody who had forgotten about that rule 
and just kind of like ran out of the box and forgot what the stall warning means because it's such yeah. a dated rule for the sport. Well, that that's why I think that having the alleys would actually be good for for international lacrosse because you will get those people that forget about to keep it in and like <laughs> like even dealing with and then like coaching in high school like you get kids that are just like so dumb that like like they they know yep. that there was a timer but maybe you've had to keep it in for like 45 seconds and then they're just like too brain dead to like understand oh yeah it's like the timer's still on and then they run like their heel touches the alley so like not having the alley and not having a shot clock is just a uh just just wild on on all fronts but uh i mean it, it seemed to be a good tournament i'll be honest guys i'm i'm not really a guy who can get that interested in in international lacrosse. So uh, Dukes, like this is actually a good, good job of you to get Dan onto the pod to talk about this. <laughs> this this is like, this is, this was cause, my, cause there's, there's just real, like, listen, I love lacrosse. I love it. So goddamn much. I've dedicated so much of my life to this sport. I just can't get myself to get overly excited about international lacrosse because at the end of the day, there there's like two games that matter. Maybe, maybe four, if, if, Haudenosaunee versus Canada, Haudenosaunee versus USA, USA versus Czech Canada. Czech Republic versus Korea at 4 p.m. <laughs> Jake, Mal- yeah. Jake Malisek was saying, he was like, like, we're playing for 23rd place. I was like, wait, wait, wait. So like, I was like, hold on. So what you're telling me basically is the World Games is the USA versus Canada plays twice, and then you guys just play for world rankings. He's like, yeah. Pretty much. And when his goal was to be like ranked like 23rd instead of 25th in the world, I was like, oh my God. I was like, really <laughs> love I, I was trying to explain it. It's very tough for me because I want to appreciate the world games. Right. But then I have people at work being like, this is the worst sport ever. How do you watch this? And then I have to start shitting on the world games being like, no, no, no. This is like a shitty product, uh, like product in, in like a way. Cause you really have to watch, love lacrosse to want to watch this. So I have to start like shitting on the world games. If you at work being like, you have to watch the PLL. PLL is way more exciting and way better. Um, it's just like when you, that first USA versus Canada game was embarrassing in the sense that like, it, it was like, we went back in time and being like the people, I don't know how different are the people that do the cameras for the PLL games to the world games. Yeah. It hits you like a ton of bricks in that first game in that USA Canada game. Come when that game started, I was like hoping to myself, it's like, I know it's international. I know it's going to be slow. But these two teams, if they really wanted to and decided to be like, hey, let's just turn, let's let's just put the pedal down for everybody at home and let's have a time. It's the opening game. We're both going to meet in the gold medal game anyway. Let's just floor it and play like there is a shot clock. Let's see what it looks like. I kind of hope they would do that, but obviously they didn't. It's still well, then, especially Dan, game. you and I, we're we're both older guys here. Dukes, you're a little younger, so you might have a little bit more. You're a little more spry, a little more energy to you. But the <laughs> fact that it's a, a 10 p.m. start on the East Coast time. Like I, I was, I had already made myself an extra coffee that night to make sure that I could stay awake <laughs> for it. And then all of a sudden we start seeing those first few possessions where dude, like there were times where like Dane Smith was literally just walking with the ball. And I was like, this motherfucker is one of the best lacrosse players on the planet right now. And he's walking with the ball and I'm awake for this. Like, so I, I, I did, I, I caught like seven minutes of sleep during the, uh, during the second half. Luckily, <laughs> I, I was able to, to, to wake up just in it. time to, yeah, to see like Brennan stick another one. But um, yeah, I, I think if, um, if you're not going to add a shot clock to international lacrosse at the very least, you need to have these tournaments in the Eastern time zone so that i don't have to stay awake until 11 o'clock watching it 
yeah, my sleep pattern is pretty screwed up too. At this point, like I, I, I stay up again, like kudos to you guys for, for getting me on here to do this. Cause if it's like, we got to find the one idiot who's actually watching all these world across games. I know who that would be. Get down <laughs> over here. Who's the one guy who's definitely watching it. Who's that stupid. It's me. So I, I stay up for it every night. I throw, you know, a couple of the games on regardless of who's in them. Cause again, I'm a psychopath like that. And, I've been watching them all. So my sleep has been screwed up for about a week now. Yeah, I'm going to bed most nights, uh, you know, a little after midnight, whatever, 1 a.m., which, again, I'm not the oldest intern applying, but at my age, it is not easy to sleep like that and, and still be functional at work. I have, a, I guess, a three rapid-fire questions. One, do you think Zach Miller will come to the PLL ever? No. Okay. Two, do you, what happened at the end of the USA versus Canada game? Do you, do we have any inside info on to – who, was uh, who said what? Yeah. Um, I could uh, honestly, I I never bother trying to find out. I'm sure I could. I'm sure I but could. But is there is, is there trouble in the PLL archers in the archers locker room? Because no. I, both like Schreiber and Dobson were talking shit to each other. Uh, I, was, I, I was enjoying Schreiber doing what looked like a healthy amount of shit talking in that yeah. game. Yeah. Um, I thought that was great. And Dobber is a shit talker. Dobber will let you know. He'll talk to you. So. Um, you know, I'm not surprised. I think those games just kind of get heated because it's USA Canada. Those guys like it, 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 it stays a rivalry regardless of format, you know? Right. Um, so I, I, I think those guys are just fired up about it. I'm sure I could try and find out what was said by now, if they even remember or care anymore, but, um, I think that's fun. And I, I love that part of it. And then what was the third question? Oh, is Jake Malisek the best goalie in the world? Uh, no. He is, <laughs> he is not. He is not. I hope he finishes 23rd, though, man. Jake, I'm pulling for you. I'm pulling. They had a shot for a while there. The, the following the other thing with the with the world thing is following the where teams are and the brackets and the breakpoints and who's playing where and for what is is not necessarily always that easy. It can be kind of complicated in terms of who's gonna finish where and the, i mean like world lacrosse i love you i'm loving your event and everything but your website was not great in terms of following like group standings right. and individual stats and stuff so trying to make sense of all that was tough but there was a stretch there where the czech republic had a chance to finish in like the middle tier they weren't going to make the playoffs but in right. like the middle right. tier to play for 15th place or something like that instead yeah i mean jake malisek's top five leader in saves let's not talk about save percentage yeah we're not and like look if we're gonna blame people i mean i would like to blame the people that were shooting on him for practice ryan conrad uh gunny Earhart, all these people that he practiced with in new york city they didn't prepare uh jake malice it's not anything to do with talent that's but right I, I like to see jake also like start blaming it, the defense it's good it's good to see it, 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 <laughs> it, takes, it takes a village to create a, a very mediocre goaltender right um best in the world uh dan I, i've got a couple questions away from the world games uh because like sure. i said I'm, I'm, I'm not like crazy about it, but I, it's great to see the the growth of the game i don't want to come off as anti world lacrosse games i'm just not crazy about them so let's let's <laughs> let's move on to something a little bit different here something a little bit more important um rank these top three hotbeds of lacrosse in the world connecticut long island philadelphia connecticut philadelphia long island in that order that is, it's just a joke. It's like, I, Dan, I, like, I don't get how you could come on as like the expert and say that. You don't mean that, do you? You mean it the opposite way? Like, was no, that Connecticut is obviously going to be number one. Connecticut is just an absolute powerhouse. 
Go look at Ty Zander's rankings today. Yeah, you but how many, how many, how many, how many of those schools, how many of those schools have kids from out of state? I'd also love to see the paper trail on Ty Zander's rankings because <laughs> Connecticut families have a little bit more money to put into the pocket of Ty Zander's to yeah. I'm just talking public schools here. This is public education in Connecticut. The blue collar kids from Staples High I mean, School. I, uh, a, a, a public school kid is, <laughs> is still from Connecticut. Is still... I don't know what you're talking about. Public school is public school wherever you go to it. So, uh, but no, I mean, like sincerely, Connecticut Connecticut produces a lot of really really good lacrosse players. You go look around the PLL right now. You look at the guys from Connecticut. The chaos are going to wind up here because they're so attached to the state of Connecticut. It's ridiculous. Um, so you know, I, I think Connecticut is is sometimes it gets to be like the the one that's left out of the hotbed conversation a little bit sometimes because like to Duke's point, there's kids from out of state who will go to uh, a Brunswick or will go to Taft or will go to, you know, whatever, a, 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 one of the founders league schools here or something like that. So it doesn't like necessarily count or whatever, however you want to break that down, but just kids from here going to school here, there's right. a ton of talent in Connecticut. No, there is like prep, Prep, I know no one's really going to Fairfield Prep out, out of state. Like, that's a great yeah. program. Staples is a great program. New Canaan. Like, you got kids. So, like, it, Connecticut is, you know, definitely a top five hotbed for lacrosse. But, like. Yeah, keep watch, keep watching those Brian Minicus highlights every weekend in the PLL. Darian no, High right. School, baby. Look, I, 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 it will be hard to find a bigger Will Perry fan than me. I mean, again, Connecticut. The chaos. Will Perry. CJ Costabile. Right. Brian Minicus, Kevin Lindley, the sideline, Towers and Hanford. Right. It's all I don't know, Connecticut public school kids. Dan, I don't know if you saw this, but on social, uh, we I absolutely put Deemer class in a spin zone. I asked him who the, <laughs> what was a better hotbed, Long Island, Philly, or Baltimore. Uh, he said Baltimore. I said, who's the best uh, defender and offensive player you won against? And he said Rob Pinnell and Michael Earhart. Now, if you're doing the math right there, uh, both Long Island guys. I, yeah. It was one of the greatest, one of the smartest <laughs> things I've ever done. <laughs> And and it was strategic as well. You were pulling the strings the entire time, not that the strings just all came raveled together into the perfect little knot. Yeah, you're sitting there asking questions that you know the answers to. You just need them somebody else to say them out loud. Right, exactly. Right, um, well. Oh, I, I've got one more question for you here. Uh, so something that we've been doing with all the candidates, I've been throwing some lacrosse-specific scenarios at them and just seeing okay. uh, what their answer would be, try to get a, a little gauge on the type of person, type of player that they are. So – Obviously, naturally, with, with you, we're, we're going to talk about timeout situations. Now, you mentioned Mumbo's <laughs> out of a timeout. Couldn't agree with you yes. more there. But let's say 40 seconds left in the game. Your team's down by one. You need to score a goal. You call a timeout with the ball. Now, you hear on the other sideline, there are coaches saying, hey, watch for Mumbo's, watch for Mumbo's, watch for Mumbo's. You're drawing up that, that last play to get you a goal to hopefully – at. at have a chance to send that game into overtime. What are you running? I'm running mumbos anyway, and I'm playing the mind game. Here's what you do. You come out of that. You draw up the mumbo. What are you, what you're going to do because you're going to be successful in the timeout. As you come out onto the field and they're calling out, look out for the mumbo, look out for the mumbo. You tell your guys a dummy call. You say, Hey, switch it. We're going to run this instead. You're running the same thing. But now they think you were in a mumbo and they got you out of it. So they don't think the mumbo is coming anymore. And you got checkmate. Single mumbo or double mumbo? Double one four. I I where's the ball? We didn't even cover that part. But where's the ball on the field? Uh, ball. We're we're going. Actually, it's going to start in the alley. I love it. And perfect. 
you take your guy with the ball, you put your, you know, I like to start with a Dodger with the ball on a stick. I know some teams will, it depends kind of on what the defense is doing. Are they shutting your guys off or they ball denying whatever, but having my Dodger pick the ball up. I'm trying to get him to dodge top side. I'm trying to get the mumbo to happen with the two guys inside one mumboing towards like around the back of the goal and kind of exchanging with X away from the ball. And the other two guys, the top and the far wing exchanging on that side. And more often than not, you're going to, if we're talking at like a high school level here, you're going to severely screw up the defensive slide. They're not going to talk through all four of those guys moving and the right guy staying hot. Sometimes you'll just get a Dodger who's free. And then otherwise the help defender is getting screwed up by that action. And you're going to wind up with one of those four exchanging guys coming open for a good look at the goal. So mumbo. Yeah. When everyone's expecting the mumbo, just mumbo harder than you've ever mumboed before. That's right. That's right. Fantastic answer. I bet you. What, who, who were the other intern answers? Who else? Who else was? Uh, who else had good answers for that? What were people? Drawing well, I, it, it wasn't. It wasn't my. Like I, I wanted to know if someone would call a timeout if they double pulled the face off in overtime and won. Um. So so to see if they were. Well, you can't. Uh, well not in the PLL because they got rid of timeouts. Good um, Is it the PLL? Yeah, there's no timeouts at all. Yeah. Well. Uh, the other one was about just just seeing if, if a guy would slow down the the pace of game after a couple turnovers. Um, his answer was no, keep the foot on the gas. So, uh, all right, well, Dan, that was uh, no. that was great. I, th- I think you got the job. So now you have to be our intern because that was a good answer. Right. You got um, the job. So yeah, you are locked into the job. <laughs> uh, so we'll send over. Uh, you know, you're just you're, we'll give you we'll give you some like daily yeah daily uh, tasks to accomplish. All right. When does my health insurance start, and when do I get paid? Uh, we will send it to your. Um, <laughs> all right, but you can't talk to him anymore. <laughs> we started asking about money. <laughs> uh, uh, no, but that's all we really got. Um, yeah. Appreciate you coming on, Dan. Uh, yeah, actually, and and by the way, Dan. So th- I really do appreciate you coming on. So uh, where can everybody yeah. find you and uh, read your work uh, when when you're not working for us? When I'm not interning for the Cleastide, you can find me on, on Twitter mostly at Dan Arestia, D-A-N-A-R-E-S-T-I-A. And then you can see my work at sticksinlacrosse.com. Or you can hear me on uh, my podcast, which is superior to this one, at Sticks, which is the Sticks and Lacrosse podcast. I have a very fun guest coming next week that's better than anybody these guys ever get. So make sure you check that out. And uh, you can also find my work in USA Lacrosse Mag, New England Lacrosse Journal, all sorts of places. OnlyFans? OnlyFans, not yet. Not that desperate. If this doesn't work out, it might be OnlyFans. So I really need this internship. (laughs) All right, Dan. Thanks, brother. Yeah. All right. So that's – what what do we go through there? Five? Yeah, five. All right. So five five good applicants. We've got – as Dukes mentioned, we've got five or so coming up next week. Um, Just a reminder to everyone. So if if you're friends with anyone who interviewed today or you're just a fan of the show and want to help someone out uh, get this internship, make sure that you are voting. Uh, Tag us on Twitter, either at the Crease Dive, Dukes, or Jordy Barstool, or just tag all three of us. Uh, Give us a little – just just any sort of confirmation that you are subscribed to the YouTube channel. And you know what? Even if you're not going to vote for the uh, internship, let's just make sure that we keep getting those subscription numbers up. Uh, going to have a big, you know, World Lacrosse Championships wrap up this week. And then we've got a big final push uh, in the PLL season. Get this, I guess, two-thirds of the way left. So um, 
you know, let's, let's try to keep this summer rolling in the PLL season. Uh, Dukes, the, the both of us will be in, um, in Fairfield. Yeah, we'll be there. Um, it'll be a great time. So make sure you check us out or come find us. Uh, are you going for both days? Uh, yes. Cool. Yeah. So, so, so Friday and Saturday in Fairfield. So uh, if anyone is heading to the PLL weekend that week, uh, make sure you check us out. We'll uh, do, Dukes will be showing me the ropes at the uh, bar down beer garden. So I'm excited to get my first taste of that. Uh, Should be a great weekend. We got a great weekend of lacrosse coming up though here too, with, uh, with what will probably end up being USA versus Canada in the world championship. So uh, go USA number one, make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the crease on both and in the meantime we'll be keeping it low to high until the day we die we out hot town summer in the city back of my neck getting dirt and gritty then down isn't it a pity doesn't seem to be a shadow in the city all around people looking half dead walking on the sidewalk harder than a match here but at night it's different world Go out and find a girl Come on, come on and dance all night Despite the heat, it'll be alright And babe, don't you know it's a pity The days can't be like the nights In the summer, in the city In the summer, in the city Cool town, meeting in the city Dressed so fine and looking so pretty Cool cat, looking for a kitty Gonna look in every corner of the city Till I'm wheezing like a bus stop Running up the stairs Gonna meet you on the rooftop but at night it's a different world Go out and find a girl Come on, come on, if that's all night Just like the heat, it'll be alright And babe, don't you know it's a pity The days can't be like the nights In the summer, in the city In the summer, in the city